0: Congressman, it's great to visit with you here, just for a few minutes before your presentation here later this morning. You served on the House Agriculture Committee for 26 years, and represented the farmers and ranchers of your district and the nation. Uh, we really, really appreciate what you did, your service for the agriculture industry during that during your tenure there. Now that you're out of Congress and have been since uh, for about 13, 14 years, I'd like to know just first of all your your impressions of. What's happening in our country right now? And and do you think with the new farm bill needing to be rewritten in 2018, you know, what the future is for agriculture? And will this Congress be able to, you know, come to consensus and, and get a good bill for our farmers and ranchers? First off, thank
1: you for the kind remarks, and uh, thank uh, the leadership of Arkansas Agriculture, rice in particular, but all of agriculture for the leadership that you've shown over the years. The benefit I got from your folks coming to Washington and educating me and my staff on rice, which coming from West Texas, we don't grow much out there, but I realized early on in my political career that All of agriculture is important, and therefore, if you're going to do a job and get 218 votes, you've got to listen to a lot of different views and try to find a consensus and a compromise that will work. I don't envy my colleagues on the House and Senate Ag Committees this year. Uh, with the political climate that they're having to deal with, something I have never seen in my lifetime. I'm sure it happened way back 100 years ago uh, in this, but we've never seen anything like it. Now, with a president's approval at 33 percent, means he doesn't have a lot of power, political power. Congress at 15 percent means that, well, our political system is broken, and therefore we're going to be writing a farm bill with a broken political system. And that's going to be challenging. But we, we, I always try to keep a positive attitude. We're going to find a way. Well, we won't
0: find it. We won't see it until it happens. The last couple of farm bills have actually had to be extended because it just took an extra amount of time, whether it be just a few months or a year, to get it finally signed into the president's desk. But we're in it, like you say, we're in a whole new climate now with the Trump administration. And the it seems like the acrimony that exists we got to have bipartisan legislation, and I don't know if we can get that.
1: That's the, that's the $64 question. Uh, it was
0: unable to get there on health care. The
1: Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, uh, were not able to get there, and for a very good reason. You know, when Obamacare was passed, it was passed with only Democrat votes. Republicans were making the same mistake trying to pass a replacement with only Republican votes. And I challenge anyone listening to us right now to find anything in the history of our country that has ever passed that was good for the country with only Democrat or only Republican votes. And that's the challenge. We've got people today, we've got a small group in the House of 35 that believe that they're a majority. Well, I still believe the numbers say you've got to have 218. You can have the best ideas since sliced bread. You can be 100% right in what you believe. But unless you can get 217 to agree
0: with you, it ain't going to happen. And for our farmers and ranchers, it's all about the commodity title. And now SNAP, former Food SNAP program, that's the most expensive part of the farm bill. You can't separate the two and get it done. We tried that before, and it didn't happen. So with that in mind, that's the challenge, I think.
1: That's the challenge. And let's begin by the, the budget, which... Uh, when the House and Senate reconvene in September, they're going to have to increase the debt ceiling. That's always a political issue. It shouldn't be. I mean, increasing the debt ceiling is just paying for what you've already spent. I mean, if you're going to deal with the debt, don't spend the money or raise the money to pay for what you're doing, including farm programs. Otherwise, borrowing the money, $20 trillion. So that's going to be the first thing. Then the budget. And the president's budget already has got agriculture's attention because the $38 billion in cuts over 10 years means there's not going to be any administrative support for increasing in anything. It's going to be how do you make the cuts. When I had the privilege of serving on the House Ag Committee, eight years as ranking member, I served uh, with uh, Pat Roberts, now uh, chairman of the uh, Senate Ag Committee, Larry Combest from Texas, Republican, Both great guys to work with understood what I'm saying, and I understood what they were saying. We don't seem to have that arrangement today, at least with followers. we still got chairman and ranking members that seem to, up to a point, uh, be able to agree. But the rest of the committees, uh, we don't know. This is an unknown commodity, and that's going to be the big challenge. And you mentioned SNAPS. Nutrition is 71% of the agricultural budget some people want to separate it out. Be careful what you ask for because you may get it and you will regret it. Because show me the votes to pass a farm program without snaps. Show me the program to pass snaps without the farm program. But a lot of our current politicians haven't quite figured that out yet, but hopefully their constituents
0: will educate them soon. We appreciate former Texas Congressman Charlie Stenholm taking a few minutes to share his insight and thoughts with us about the prospects for the 2018 Farm Bill at the Arkansas Rice Expo in Stuttgart.